Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. Hi, we're in there. Yo, I just realized. Uh, hold on, hold on. While, I, while I'm bullshitting. Um, Speak between the lines podcast. It's your boy. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's the damn intro? It's been that long. All right. Speak between the lines podcast. It's your boy. Whoa, I forgot the lead. Speak between the lines podcast. It's your boy, Young Red. Going with J Rock. Young Abe is not in the building. We are rolling with my man, Motormouth Monster, my brother, Young Dre in the building. Um, my guy. I I dead ass forgot the I forgot the lead. I dead ass forgot the lead. I cannot believe. I'm a little I'm a little hot right now. I'm a little tight. I'm gonna get it right, but but I'm just a little upset right now. I got the episode 116. Yeah yeah yeah. The whisper and all that shit. It, no, it's been that long because I I know I know that we've been off the grid and you know niggas think we died or some shit like that like, or we beefing or something <laughs> 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 it's been we very loud one or one another one or another yeah, yeah one or another but uh especially since Abe ain't here it was oh this nigga Abe man the group but um nah real life bro like again you can't you just you, you just you can't go on a sabbatical just just on a, on a positive note but again it just that's how the right. it's just the black thinking but we'll we'll get into that anyway, we'll, we'll get into but. that too um uh, but yeah, no, real life, uh, you know, Abe got shit going on, Rock got shit going on, we in our mid-30s, so, you know, it's real, it's real out here. I definitely got some shit going on, so, uh, first off, Motormouth, we appreciate you for taking time away from your family, you know, to kick oh, it with man. us. We got a lot of shit to go, uh, go over, uh, but... Um, I want thank you guys for the in- I want to thank you guys for the, the invite, man. It feels good to be behind a mic again discussing topics that's near and dear to my heart so thank you for the invitation and this you know might be the spark of something for me so thanks again well first of all let's let's not let's not act like motormouth don't do this like he does this like he he is a professional podcaster if y'all do not understand the pedigree of this gentleman the rants that he has gone on the opening monologues that he's done before like y'all y'all ain't been doing y'all homework it's yeah, do your homework. Do your research on my boy. He, he, he's legit. It, I'm pretty sure he's gonna give you a couple of takes. He's gonna piss you off, or he's gonna be like, "Damn, that's a good point. I never thought about that." So probably a little bit of both. Probably gonna be a little bit of both. I'm here for it. That should be the main recipe for all potters. You do mm-hmm. not want to be in the middle. You want to be all the way right or all the way left. Drop them that gems, is called boy. provocative radio. There you go. Drop them gems, boy. Um, do we want to do dubs and nails or do we want to just uh skip straight into the main course? Rock, what you want to how you want to play it? Man, uh we uh we can go ahead and do it. I'm about to say think quick, think quick, think quick. All right. Wins and losses, dubs and L's. Rock, what you got? Man, this week has been a huge L for me. So right. uh professionally, I uh I've been I've been doing training for a minute. It's been a couple shakeups, so um, a couple opportunities weren't that weren't there that uh, should have been. So I'm back doing what I was doing previously, prior to prior yeah to being a trainer. So I know the job, know 100 how to do it, but oh, that shit feels different. <laughs> it yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially no, because the mind don't go back. So like you, you've elevated to a point where you're not used to doing it anymore. You're like you're above that, man. Which is crazy because like I've done this job for 
let's say eight eight years uh oh, last two years damn. and going back to java doom been doing for eight years i'm like oh god this is rough yeah yeah <laughs> no I, I i feel you on it i caught an l2 uh so i'm gonna I'm keep that bandwagon going um Bro, ain't nothing worse than being stuck at home with the kids and getting a call from your wife to say she she hit something. Son. Oh, yeah, accident, son. Well, fortunately for me, it ain't that bad of an L. Uh, she hit something on the road, got a flat tire, right? Oh shit! It's first thing is everybody okay? Yeah, she's good. She's good. Okay, like everything everything worked out well. So I mean, it's an L, but it's not as bad as it could have been. So she was going to get her hair done. She hit something tire goes flat she's like nine minutes away give or take from uh her destination so she's like should i pull over you know it's on the highway and everything like that i said no just get like take it slow and get to the the uh hair salon because she was getting her hair done so i talk her through it she makes it and uh we call uh, our insurance company and we like hey we got a flat tire um so we put in a roadside uh, assistance request why they send this goof and niggas are niggas bro and i tell you ain't nothing worse than a lousy nigga this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> hold on man this motherfucker, bro got me so hot so my wife is in the chair because you know africans are doing her hair and you know if you've ever had oh she um, getting braids she got yeah. two or three people working on her hair at the same time yeah, you are efficient know. You know what time it is so africans are doing her hair so they all, all automatically don't want her moving at all so she can't go outside this nigga comes up and says hey i don't know where the spare tire is right so she says okay cool um you know let, let my husband call you he'll walk you through it so i call him he don't answer the phone so then i text him i'm like hey like you just talked to my wife i'm trying to help you out Right. So he finally picks up the phone. I tell him exactly where the spare tire is. I even send him a YouTube video with the link of how to change the spare tire for a Hyundai Santa Fe. Mm. You just got to follow the directions. Wait, he works for a toy. He company. works for ain't Yo. nothing worse than a lousy ass nigga. Bro, flies. This, oh my God. So, yeah. so he can't figure it out. He goes back into the store or into the salon and tells my wife i i can't get the the flat tire off and she's like what do you mean he's like well I, I can't get it right so i call him back and this nigga he stripped the lug nut yeah but i say and, yeah lug nut. and tried to pretend that it was already stripped so he goes back in and says hey i'm not gonna be able to do it i gotta go but I'm gonna try it one more time. So, so he goes and he gets it off by some miracle. My wife texts me and says, Hey, he got it off. So we're like, Oh, great. We straight, right? And he comes back in the salon. Long story short, he just says, Hey, uh, I got it off, you know, and I um I got the new uh the other uh spare tire on it. So you're good to go. I'm about to head out. My oh, wife gets out of that. the chair, nigga. When I hold on, should I text this? I'm gonna I'm gonna text y'all a picture of this bullshit, but I'm gonna tell you what it is. My wife opens the trunk. What's in the trunk? Surprise, motherfucker! The spare fucking tire. So what's on the car? The same flat that he never took off, bruh. 
How? Yeah. How? How, bro? Yo. How? 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 Look at look look at this. Uh, yeah, you heard the ding. Look at this. <laughs> that is ridiculous, bro. He told her, mm. "I got it off." <laughs> and, and she goes to the truck. And it's a bro. No. I was livid, my guy. I, so I get on. I get online with with the other insurance company. They sent. Uh, they sent another dude out there. He's like, I don't know if I can get it off because he stripped it. Uh, but he finally gets it off. Thank God. Uh, and we ended up getting the tire uh, replaced, and it only hit us for forty. So we were straight on that. We we caught a deal oh, wow. on that tire. But I got the used tire. I already know what that means. Oh, you already know what time it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But. These niggas, man, I, they a uh, a a black person, not a black person, a nigga will abandon his own people at the first sign of adversity. <laughs> he left my wife. What if she was on the side of the road and he couldn't figure that shit out? Yo, come on, man. I'll do so he left saying he left. that the job was complete. Trying, he, yeah, he hold on, I still got the text message from him. Hold on. Let me read you what this nigga text me. So I text him. I text him the picture of the tire in the trunk, mm-hmm. and I said, "Bro, what is this?" And he he texts me and says, "I apologize, sir. I couldn't get the tire off. I let your wife know." So he straight up lied because the the women in the salon all said we he literally came in here and told us he got it off and changed the tire. Everybody lying. So he said, I let your wife know I had two other jobs I had to get to. And he says two other jobs I had to get to with the number two. He's not spelling shit. Mm. Did y'all get it handled? Um, Because I wasn't quite sure. So I I let him know. Why do it matter to him? Why do it matter? Why why does it matter? It doesn't matter if you got to empathy and compassion. I'm like, come on, bro. And concern. Why? Why? Well, this, this is the cherry on top. So at the end, uh, I said another dude's working on it. He says, well, let me know if he gets it done so I can fix my mistakes. How you going to fix your mistake when you left the woman with a flat tire after saying you... And then he, when I called the insurance company, the insurance company said, oh, yeah, it shows the job was completed. I was like, I was like, what's your, what's your yeah, cell phone? Yeah, okay. I, can, I can text you a picture right now of his completed job. Bruh. Oh, Man. niggas, bro. Anyway, and what, what's hilarious? I niggas come in all shades and all races in all shapes and sizes. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring it back to uh, like two months ago. ATT came out. This white dude, but this guy is a nigga at heart 100% came out to okay, internet's working, stop <laughs> 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 working. <laughs> I'm like, okay. This man is like, okay. Uh, worked on it. Like, okay, it, it's issue with the cord in the attic. Okay, he 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 goes in the attic, stays up there for thirty minutes. Come downstairs. He's like, hey, uh, can can I, can I use your bathroom real quick? I'm like, sure, go ahead. This motherfucker takes a shit. <laughs> hey yo, yo, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. This shit on the, on the clock at your house. That's crazy. Then goes back to like, hey, uh, I had to change one more thing outside and it should be working. 
I get I get a text message on my phone says your job has been completed. I look outside my window, his truck is gone, Aaron that still doesn't work. Son. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 All shapes and sizes. Racist. Oh, you you got a double L this week, Dre. Man, I wish you would let me know. I would have prepared, man. I was prepared. I don't have one, fortunately. All right, man. that's cool. That's cool. Story, that's cool. Please. I'm sorry about that's that. That's cool. No, nah, that's all good. We're gonna yeah. keep it moving. Uh, yeah. and honestly, we okay. freestyled that whole shit. So I mean that that's literally okay. the last thing that happened to us. So um yeah. you know I'm a, right. I'm a prep, you know, I prep for stuff. So I, I yeah, I you apologize do. for that. No, 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 it's like that's yeah. that's my uh uh unprofessionalism. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a couple months, bro. But no, I, you I, gotta, good. I gotta, I gotta get back into. I gotta get. I, bro, I can't even. I can't even remember the intro. I can't even remember the intro. It's it's it's, it's rough yeah. right now. All right. So why are we here? We are here because uh, social media, uh, more, I guess specifically, Black Twitter had a shitstorm this past weekend, and no, it was not Kanye. Um, yeah. Deion Sanders, HBCU. Mm. It's uh it's a little touchy out here right now. Um Dre, you probably are the most close to this out of the three of us because you went to a HBCU. Right? Mm. Play play football. Yeah, yeah, correct. You watch college. Correct, yeah. You watch professional football all your life. All right. So you're kind of more intimate yeah. with all the parties involved in this. So can you kind of break down what exactly oh. happened? Like, like just give us a lob as far as the setup of how this came to be. Well, I, what's going on specifically in the black community is um people are not we're we're torn exactly how to feel about the advancement of Deion Sanders getting a job promotion. Hmm. But it's just a lot of different undertones and other things, you know, in the endo that people are not not aware of about the situation. It's it's way it's more than him leaving a swag or leaving a quote unquote lore opportunity for advancement of his career right and you know people saying that what would you do would you leave this if you had maybe a 15 time percent raise three hundred thousand to five million dollars what would the normal person do but a lot of the quote-unquote woke people black you know black twitter or whatever mm-hmm. activists their gripe is why would you do that why would you make this move when you had so much going for at a swag as someone that we built for us, by us, whatever? Why would you take this opportunity for, uh, mind you, a lower P- PWI, predominantly white institution opportunity? So what he did is he went to a school, you know, Colorado, Boulder, Colorado. Mm-hmm. This school is one of the bottle feeders of the Pac-10, mm-hmm. even bottle feeders of the football, whole college football association. Mm-hmm. So in my eyes, and again, I really want to hear y'all opinion first. In my eyes, oh, you don't have to go you, into saying that I mean, you, if you want to say a lower it, echelon, 
Oh, 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 you just went, okay, okay, uh, I say my opinion. So, so, so the thing is with us right now in the black world, we're saying, why did you abandon us for this opportunity with you was, you was telling us different reasons why you wanted to stay. Why did you do this? Is he wrong? Is he a sellout or is he not a sellout? That's right. the main thing. People want to know because he was brought to this university, this black institution, HBCU, to do something else. But he's being called a sellout because he went to the white school yep. and, a, quote unquote, abandoned us. So that's All where right. we stand right now. So it's going to be the talking point. And for and for context, so Dion uh, went to a HBCU that was not known really by uh, in a mainstream way. Like he put a spotlight on that school that that school probably I'm pretty sure has never seen most HBCUs. Have Absolutely. Never seen. Um, Correct. He also far exceeded. Uh, I want to say expectations completely like for him to win the championship and go back to back uh, the way that he did while bringing mainstream sponsors on like Walmart and all this, all these other uh, entities uh, while also uh, generating ticket revenue and all of this, like he, he had an unprecedented amount of success and I, I'm with you on that. I think that um, it's fair to look at it from both ways. What do they say? Pretty much an insurance, like it's never black and white. It's gray. It's, it's you can see it a little bit from both sides. Uh, it just kind of depends mm-hmm. on how you want to debate it and argue it. I am not a football mm-hmm. fan. Um, I am not a mm-hmm. college uh, football fan. Um, professional. I'm not a Deion Sanders fan. I'm just looking at it from the outside. And I respect Deion Sanders greatness though. I mean, he's yes. probably, he's arguably the greatest athlete of all time. Like, he, he would if I made a top five to ten list, he's probably gonna be somewhere up there because for him to dominate the yes. way he did in the NFL and in the major leagues and to to play at that level in two completely different sports and it's just professionally, it's yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Having said that, uh my first thought was niggas is tripping. They okay. going a little too they going a little too hard on him. Um they're going hard on him because it's like if you make it, it's weird because it's one of those situations where it's almost like you're supposed to die on a sword for the culture, especially when you pitch it like, hey, this is a this is about more than money because I'm already well off, right? So it kind of it kind of stings a little bit when you say, All right, um, I'm gonna take this pay raise for from 300,000 to 5 million. That's a hell of a jump. Mm. And it's almost hypocritical to criticize someone like that in a certain extent if you just break it down to a regular person level. Like how many times have we left a job for more money? Mm. Or we left a relationship because mm. the relationship wasn't And and that's why I got to stop you. At. That's yeah. why I got to stop you. And cuz a lot of people say that and that's really their that's how they that's their retort. Dion is not a regular person. And I agree so with we, that. We, we, and we I can't agree with use that. that as an argument point. And, and that's what really grinds my gears, people using that. Dion was a person again. He the one told us he already got his 40 acres in the mule. He you the one that. told us, I'm not in this for the money. So if money was became, if people using it as a motivational tool saying, what you left for the money, I would have left for the money. No, Dion's whole purpose that he was telling or conveying to everyone is, 
I want to put the spotlight on HBCUs. I want the world to know. I want to elevate this particular group, these institutions on the same level. I want them to be looked at in the same prism as these other institutions. Okay. That was his ultimate long-term vision. Now that type of vision cannot happen overnight. That type of vision cannot happen in two years. That that type of vision can't happen in five years. That is something that we, our kids would experience that revolution type of change. That is the birth of some type of renaissance. And we thought he was going to be the person going to spearhead that movement. And that is the issue that black culture, black people, the quote unquote, everybody want to call them woke is having a problem with. He sold all these people spewing all this rhetoric or saying how I'm a change the culture or how people think of HBCUs and it start from me and how I'm going to do that. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to build all this. I'm going to put these eyes. I'm going to have endorsements come here. I'm going to all this. I'm going to bring college game day here. I'm going to have mm -hmm. my, I'm going to have all, I'm going to have uniform endorsements. I'm going to have Walmart mm -hmm. building new fields here. And that became a problem with the white people. The white mm. people start seeing the white people start seeing this exposure this small land school in Jackson, Mississippi starts getting and said, huh, this might be a problem. We gotta figure something out quick. Because if he stay on this type of pace in the next five years, there's no telling what this small school in Jackson, Mississippi is gonna take from us, our revenue. Facts. He got one, he got one five-star recruit last year. If he's still on this pace, next three years, he might get three. In five years, he might have seven. In 10 years, he might have a number one recruiting class in the nation Facts. at the HBCU. Facts. And that would have been a huge problem because that would have that would have hurt with their bottom line. They would have been waking up the black conscious of saying, hey, we don't have to run to them. Mm -hmm. We got everything right here with our people. We're looking at stands and we seeing our people raising, you know, cheering for us. Mm -hmm. We see, we see, we we see everything right here. We 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 seeing Walmart coming to us. We seeing Lowe's coming to us. We seeing Amazon. We seeing we seeing the Rambazoo because they, they we got the best athletes right here. And and around before they before these schools accepted us, HBCUs, all these F FCSs, they was producing the most the the most players in the league in the NBA in the NFL. They was mm -hmm. getting the first round picks. Mm -hmm. They weren't they weren't coming from PWIs. It was coming from there. Now that was before that was a time before the money became where it is today, but but they didn't have nowhere else to go. But now the, the, they saw how much money can be generated from a black athlete, and they started picking away. They started dangling the money in front of them, just like they dangled the money in front of the Deion Sanders, and we started running away because we couldn't compete with their resources, which we right. still can't compete with the resources. But in one particular area in America that we should be competing with other races is with sports and entertainment, specifically with sports. We, with the four major sports, talking about basketball and football as the two mm -hmm. major sports, those most of those sports are like 70% minority, blacks, niggas, whatever. But I'm saying yeah. blacks because niggas, again, this can mean a lot of different stuff. Blacks. Yeah. yeah. So with, with that being ran by us, we should have more people in ownership positions. We should have more people in coaching positions. But for it, for them to keep a hold and a restraint of them, they make sure they hold the leadership positions because they don't want us to get in those positions, which makes crazy sense. It should be some type of 
understanding. We doing all we doing all the legwork. Why we don't have ownership? Why we don't have leadership? Right. Like, let's just start with leadership. But again, I'm not trying to go off a tangent on that. I'm going back to the point of the black consciousness was about to wake up, and the white person saw that. They don't care what type of job he would have gave. They would have gave him anything if the Colorado didn't didn't work. But they say, you know what? Let's let's offer him one of the worst PWI football opportunities and see what he bite. So you telling me? But in in our mind, we are conditioned to think the worst PWI opportunity is the in, best in the opportunity. It's better than the best opportunity in the HBCU. That's insane. That's crazy to me. That's that's, that's what insane. we mean. You have the best opportunity going to HBCU, but the worst, the is the standard. And then you know, I'm listening to him talk the other day. He was saying it's just it's just it's just things that really just trigger me now. And again, I'm not the person to be even leading or talking about this because I'm an even kill guy. I'm not a right. person that's a pro, you know, just activist, pro-black or whatever. I'm just progressive black man, and I know right for right, and I know wrong for wrong. But when he's saying that. I took this ele- this this opportunity to elevate me. Elevate. Yeah, that, that's a trigger word. That that that's that's. So that's, you saying what you were? PR his PR team should have should have caught him on that one. Elevate, bro. So you, so you, so you, so you, this is just better than all black. Just Colorado's the elevation for real. Oh, that's that's what we had, Dion. It's, it's like, but it, it's just a point of everything that he was spewing and selling. It was all that that church reverend stuff, man. It was we all us fall fell for it, and we believed that. And I'm one of those guys that actually believed that, and that's the mm. part that hurts the most. And I think that's that's what's triggering all all of us, the black people, the black community that's on that particular side, because we took that information and we processed it, and we thought he was the one that was going to advocate change. We thought he was going to be. He was gonna be that beacon. He was the beacon of hope. Like, okay, we we haven't had this in a minute. But it, it but the crazy thing is, the white people peeped it before we did. They saw it because the 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 wild thing about this whole thing, he been having the reins, leading the reins of Jackson State for three years, and everything which was fabricated and lies he was spewing. But in actuality, it was working. It was working, bro. This dude, right now, for instance, you having CNN all the way to ESPN talking about a coach at Jackson, Mississippi. Right. A HBCU. Right. It's leading the headlines everywhere. The exposure was there. It was talking like these major institutions was getting, they, they was getting scared. It was a problem. If you would have kept winning, if you would have kept pulling those five-star, four-star recruits away from them. It was becoming an issue. It was long-term. Again, it would it would have been a long, it would have been a long game. Again, it's something we would not seem reap the benefits until probably 30 or 40 years until you really see the ultimate change. But he would have to stay there. This dude would have had a statue built from him. It would have been a monumental statue for the change. He, he would have been right next to it. It would have been Robinson. the greatest thing he ever accomplished. Yeah. Well beyond his his football yeah. hall of fame, Florida State. It, it would have been, man. Again, so, I, I had deep deep conversations about this. I I cried. I got emotional. It just it hurts me because it pains me because most of black people 
don't understand. They don't see the bigger picture. They're they they saying what you would have done. You know, oh, anybody would took this five million. The dude, he, he's moving up. Well, he could do the same. He could do the same thing there where he was doing. No, he can't, man. He can't. It's so, over. So, kind of doubling back to my initial thought and statements. So, when I first heard it, that was my thought. Niggas was tripping, right? Yeah. Then I started listening to different people's takes on it, right? Yeah. So, one of the things that kind of rang true, um, and Rock, I'll let you get in here, uh, obviously, but um, Dion made that commitment. And he said he was going to do those things. And, and, and Motormouth basically listed off a lot of them. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to bring, I'm going to, um, you know, bring sponsorships to this, to the, to the school. He did that. Mm-hmm. Um, winning. He did that. Um, mm-hmm. Revenue ticket sales and all that. He did that. Mm-hmm. But one thing that kind of popped up when I was looking at people's takes on it was the team. Cause there's a saying you're only as good as the team around you. And mm. I don't mean the players, mm. the school. Yeah. Apparently. And again, this is rumored, but apparently there was a beef between Thomas Hudson and Dion. And he's the president of JSU. If you guys aren't familiar with him and this is obviously take this with a grain of salt because this is coming from Dion's camp itself, right? But apparently the funds as far as like the celebration money didn't go to the football team. Apparently there was some undercutting of deals that Dion had that he kind of messed over. Same thing with ticket sales. They were saying like if, if over 20,000 people come to a certain place or to come to an event that I guess Dion was supposed to get a cut of that. Right. Um, I'm not saying that it's a money thing per se. Cause that was my first thought. My first thought was the money, but after starting to hear about different things that were probably going on behind the scenes, the inner workings, especially like, I guess, I guess it, it, it goes to like holding everybody accountable. So like, the president has a mission mm-hmm. statement on the school website, and I'll read it uh, real quick. It says, as president of JSU, Hudson's goals are to enhance the university's legacy and expand its global footprint while fortifying the school's mission to produce ethical and technological advanced global leaders who properly address societal problems and com- compete effectively. So that's the mission. So ideally, if you're the president and you have someone like Dion step into your program, and he's having the success that he's having, you would think that you would go arm in arm with that person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would think, yeah. Does anybody know if he even got a counter offer? Well, because I, I heard mean, he did let's get just be an honest. offer, it's, but it, it was at the end. I mean, this we just gotta be honest. It's just just from a just it's just honest transparency. Um if they're gonna do a kind of office from a Jay Jackson State perspective, there's no way they can come close, remotely close to five million dollars. Because as, as we currently as we currently stand, 
it's just it's just a different ball game. They can't compete with those type of schools financially. I don't and, think they and have. That's why. So so let me let me let, let's mm-hmm. picture like this. Mm-hmm. Let's because they won championships back to back, right? Yeah, back to back. All right, cool. So after the first chip, you couldn't negotiate like, hey, because you got to think like there's an enormous amount of revenue that's coming into the city. Mm. Like, I think they I, I forgot the number, but that homecoming. I think they made like nine something million dollars. I might be super underchanging them, but they made like nine million just off homecoming. OK, so you don't have to like do a contract where you say, okay, well, we're going to give you $4 million or $5 million. You could have literally been like, I bet. Like, you're you're bringing the people here. Because a lot of the niggas that are cr- criticizing him, they don't donate to HBCs, HBCUs. No. They don't. Probably mm. majority of them didn't even support the school before then. They probably weren't even going to football games. He was the one bringing mm. people to the games. He put butts in seats. Yeah. You could have literally just pitched it like, I bet. Like, we're going to split yeah. this ticket revenue with you. We're going to offer you a, a set salary uh, just based off of what we can do from the school. You got alumni that donate money all the time. Like, you didn't have to get to five mil. You could have, you could have, especially if you're for the mission, if that's the mission statement that you're putting on a school website and, and you got a guy coming in saying, hey, I'm going to change the way school, the way people look at HBCUs, that's a team effort. You think you would be partners with that person. I just think that if what they're saying is true, that's sloppy. That's nasty. And I, and that doesn't excuse Dion. Dion would still catch the heat for leaving because if you're really about the mission, you got to rise above that. But at the same time, it's just like yeah. everybody got to do their fucking job. Like, yeah. You plant seeds but, in but, good but, Let me let me let me I'm gonna say this though, but do you think Jackson State and they administrate the staff with coaching staff or whatever with faculty. It's the first one to have this type of issue. Like I, I no, get they're it not. That, you know, it's not. It's not. You it, know, it, the, the, this this you type know how of many financial aid lines. Stuff. But you know but, but this this this, this, this happens quite All everywhere in any type of establishments. Black or white. I, I don't want I don't want people to lean on this like this is a one on one type no a, a no, number black, type thing that no, oh this is the white. reason no. No, no black, I'm black or white school, this could have happened anywhere. This, this happens I'm not everywhere. So, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, pitching that. But what, but what I am saying, though, is okay. if if you're really about the job, though, yeah, if your intent was pure and you was really about, all right, this nigga literally came here and said he going to put HBCs, CUs on the map. I got an opportunity with him like to change everything how do you fumble that like how are you how are yeah. you not like if you're if you're in a contract you're saying like hey he's supposed to get a cut after twenty thousand people or more yeah. show up and he ain't getting the cut it's like how you fucking it up that's a layup bro i i think i think more will have to come out as far as the pursuit of jackson state trying to um um to uh to uh what can I, how can i say this to obtain his services the more they have to come out. We don't know how far they went to try to, because we don't know if he already, because the, the saying is he already had one foot out the door. So whereas, but, Jay, but we got to we gotta make sure. But the, the rumor was that the reason he had the foot out the door was because he was beefing with, uh with old boy, with the president. Yeah, yeah. With the president. So, I, I get that. So, so that's, so that's, that's the thing is like, like, I'm not saying don't flame Dion, 
But my initial thought was like niggas was tripping. But yeah. then as I learned more about it, I was like, okay, well, niggas may not be tripping, but you gotta flame everybody then. You yeah, gotta yeah, flame yeah. No, everybody don't say, involved. Then definitely, it's, it's a high probability that is the case because during these last three years, Jackson State has seen an influx of money finances they haven't have ever, probably ever seen the institution never they didn't know what to do people got sticky hands and all of that and that's something that should have been vetted it should have been they should have had some type of infrastructure set up to neutralize or protect them from this type of incident because again no one was really prepared or understood the impact of some uh, of a higher of Dion's standard status and their their finance company probably they most likely wasn't prepared for this again a lot of money was going under the table. A lot of I'm just just, but again, I'm not putting. It's not a black or white thing. It's definitely not an HBCU thing. thing. This this would this is just a thing that kind of happens when this type of situation happens to uh, uh, an entity like this. Right. So again, and I'm and I'm not it, absolving it, it, Dion, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'm just I'm just trying to I'm trying to look at both sides. It's just like all right, like yeah. if you if you come into the school, you beefing with the president. He ain't paying what he's supposed to be paying. You paying out your pocket for players' meals. Yeah, like half you half his the, salary. You did the, you did the tennis it. court. You got mm-hmm. the tennis court re- resurfaced. You finished off the players' lounge. You you did the designs in the building. You doing all this stuff out of pocket while he's not honoring his part of the deal. Like that's a problem. Like like I'm not yeah. saying don't flame Dion. I'm just saying y'all got to get everybody, bro. And I ain't yeah. seeing I ain't seeing a lot of energy towards the school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think if Dion would approach this differently, far as it would have been uncharacteristic of what I'm about to say of him to do this. But if he would have approached this more, more on the action side, which is the action was definitely there, and not yeah. being so verbal about what he was doing, the backlash would have been half as what it is right Agreed. now. Because Agreed. that's the that's the main issue. Him saying talking this talk saying. I am swag. I'm doing this. This is the reason I'm here. This is my calling. I don't want, I shouldn't, I don't want to be a coach, but I'm here for this. The George Floyd incident brought me here. I'm here for change, for long-term change. I am swag. And that didn't age well. At all. At all, by the way. At all. At at all. Like Eddie, Eddie Robinson Jr., he lost the battle, but he definitely won the war. Mm. Like when, when when it when when it comes to that, you know, he he epitomized what he, he had a pretty much a he nailed everything correctly about what he said in his press conference, his presser about Dion two months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, he said Swag is built off ledges, and he had that pressure on him. That's what Eddie Robinson saying. That Eddie Robinson Jr. saying it's pressure. It's real pressure. He don't know the pressure of being a being a coach at a historically black institution. He's here just with the cameras. He's here just for the opportunity. He's here to jumpstart his college career to get to a main institution. Because like he said, he didn't want to, he wanted to skip all, he wanted to skip the line. He didn't want to go through the rigors of being an assistant coach or whatever at a school, at a main, like at a Florida state or whatever, then become a head coach. He wanted to be a head coach somewhere at a smaller school i guess like jackson state put some on his resume now he has some he has some resident resident resume i mean resume credentials now he can go and get a uh, opportunity at a pwi that's that was his main objective and yeah. if but if that is your main objective say that 
Say that. Say that you was, you know, in in a sense, you you basically want to use a smaller school to build your name up. Mm. Say that, bro. Like right, just, just, instead just of keeping it it saying, it yeah, saying all this other stuff. What you what you what you trying to do, and what you plan to do? You want HBCU? Your vision is to have HBCUs on the same platform that have the same exposure, have the same accolades as a main. PWI school. No, that, that's not your intent because that's something that can't ho- happen overnight, brother. That's something that can't happen overnight. Yeah, and I'm coming in, coming into this with the least amount of knowledge about it. And yeah. I, 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 I've, I've seen the initial statement that he made, but was there an initial statement by Jackson State coming into it that that also was their vision? I think it was, yeah, of course it was their vision because they want to be viewed as, as they want to be viewed as a predominantly black school mm-hmm. that has predominantly white resources. I think that's all, that's all HBCU views. They, they, they don't want to be casted as a stepping stone. They don't want to be casted as a um something that's beneath another institution right i mean because that's pretty much the microcosm of being a black person in america you are second you are third you are protocol or minority and i'm not talking about the numbers you you are not on the same level as a white person yeah, we might be fourth <laughs> on that list respectfully yeah yeah it, it, and it, it just it's just a point and this was a opportunity for us to see something homegrown, something that's us that was focusing on us, mm-hmm. which was he was creating a bridge to that world. He was man, it just it just it is it, it's so powerful what he was doing. This dude was doing something that you seem like something that, that goes into history books, bro. Facts. Like yeah, the the, the path that he was on, man. Like the path he was on. This dude was resurrecting a whole group of a community that didn't realize the amount of fi- the the amount of impact, the amount of financial fi- the, fi- the financial responsibility. Something like uh, us can have as athletes, and, right. and, and and what we do, and he, and he just. He just blew it all up just for a bag, a quick bag. So and a, and a bag is gonna get taxed heavy. <laughs> like the five mil a year don't even mm, it's not yeah. real five. It's not a real five. Mm. So I mean, mm. I, I know mm. the numbers haven't come out with the negotiation for Jackson. Um, and I know Dion, you know, didn't age well saying I already got money, but a lot of our leaders end up having to die for us. And that's a lot to ask for one person. Right. So, like, Cap, right. perfect example. Like, he, he, you know, he, he, he never backed down. It cost him his career. And he got lucky that Nike, like, Nike had a financial, was like, okay, we can back you. And there's a bag in it. But look what it cost him. So, as a community, it's like, if, if we want that support, we have to be there to back the people doing the fight. 
But see, okay. Hold on, let, 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 hold on, let me let me get a little pushback on that. So, what mm-hmm. exactly did it, other than maybe his football career that was already dwindling out, outside of the whole social justice stuff? Yeah. What what uh, what what did it cost him? Because financially, he secured the nice big bag from Nike endorsement, which is pr- it, it, it's on if par anything, for the money. Him. Which which is on par of the money he would have got in the league. So and then and right now he has a a persona that goes transcends it's above football. football. Yeah. So rock, rock, I, I I I respectfully disagree with with that. I feel like Kaepernick is on a bigger platform than the football career could have ever gave him. Oh oh yeah no oh, no so, like, and, yeah that's great absolutely. that's a great pushback actually visibility yes but it's like. How many? How how many of our people actually come on the other side of that fight? Like well, uh, Cap is the exception. Okay, you know what I mean. So it's like, granted, De- Dion, yes, he does have money, but at the same time, he like, how long can he realistically keep on doing this for pennies? But Where- but well, well, hold on. Okay, hold on. We, I don't want to lose this thought because there's there's a couple points about that though. Mm-hmm. With Cap, I mean, there's an argument to be made that honestly, like, that taking a knee was the best thing that happened to him outside of the death threats. Yeah. And, and like, I mean, because if you think about it from a popularity standpoint, he's it's skyrocketed. He's way, uh, way more known than he ever would have been as a football player. Mm. He's not getting hit because he wasn't playing. So that's preserving his body. Some of these players, dog, when you see them in retirement, like it looks, it looked nasty. It looked bad. Mm-hmm. He got the Nike deal, which is probably the biggest bag he yeah. ever got. Yeah. He's got TV shows. He's on, like, I mean, he, bro, they were, they were put, think about it like this. They were putting pictures of Cap next to Martin and Malcolm and Bruh. Obama. Bruh. Like, like, think, so if yeah. that knee thing never happens, that there's no like he's revered. I'll I put it like that. I, like mm-hmm. what he got in exchange, it was reverence plus a bag, and yeah, that's not the, that's not to discredit. You know, I mean, yeah, his, but like the thing is, like you had to give up your dream. You had to give up what you spent twenty I mean, five years of your life preparing for, fighting for. I mean, it sound good, but. I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it. Okay. Cat was on the back end of his football career. That's right. what I'm saying. It's not like he missed his prime. He didn't miss his prime though. It's like right. it's like you know, I mean I I I get it. I'm gonna keep it a book. I'm gonna go and keep it a book. I'm a point out a fan. Cat wasn't a good football player anymore. All right. Somebody said it. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but you pushed me to a Damn, thank you. Like, what are we doing? I don't even watch football and I know that. It, it ain't like it was Peyton Manning or he was Tom Brady or something. Like he was just lining up, you know, because I'm pretty sure if, if his skill set was still in demand. Them white You'd folks would have gotten. white folks would have worked it out, bro. Do I'm you know how many niggas? <laughs> do you know how many niggas Jerry Jones has has pulled out of the gutter? Like it, they had a nigga at, playing for the Dallas Cowboys that stole underwear at a Walmart, bro. That's what I'm saying, what? man. Come on, man. Like if he if he had the skills, like what, what's the saying? If 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 you cooking, they booking. Right. They will yeah. find a way to yeah. pay you right. if you 
but regardless, uh, moving on to the Deion Sanders money thing. Yeah. I don't know if Deion really has money like that. Like, because if you think about Bro. it. No, think that's about crazy. that. No, no, no. That's crazy you mentioned it because I, I had a deep conversation about this earlier. You, you're right. Yeah. No, no. no finish, I mean, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Okay. 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 So what was the most Deion made in a, in a year? That's a good question. He retired in the early 2000s and he was a cornerback. So he probably never seen more than I'm gonna be generous. He probably never seen more than six million a year. All right. So I'm being generous. Yeah. All right. So let's just say, um, yeah. let's just say six. So it's taxed. Yeah. Which means that's like 30 to 40 percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being a ball, being a ball player, he probably seen 25 million total in his career. Right. Okay. And I'm, pro- so I'm probably that's probably way high, but I'm gonna just say 25 million. All right. So let's say 25 million in his career total, which means that he probably only saw about 13 or 14 million of that. 13, 14. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe 17. Right. Uh, yeah, we can be just say maybe 17. He's getting yeah. five mil per. If you're only seeing 17 million in your career, and now you're getting five mil, and that was 20 years ago. That's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. I don't know. Like that money dries up quick based off of lifestyle. Three out of yeah. every four players basically go bankrupt or broke. So I don't know if he wasn't incentivized to take the bag because he needed it mm. and just made a business move. Yeah, but but how he what he what he spoke on and what he insinuated always throughout his last three years is. It was never about the money because he's quote unquote financially secure, Nick's and that's the message. That, yeah, that, and that's the message. Nick's Nick's the same thing he was running for friends. He said, "Y'all can't buy me." And as soon as he got in office, that motherfucker bought and sold his ass. But check, but check this Everybody out. This goes, back to the, this, this goes back to the bigger picture, J. Rock. If he would have just held his position even for two more years and stayed on the same trajectory that he's on, that he's on, but he was on with J. State. What you think his value would have been then? Well, and and then and the thing is, even if he didn't get a dime more from the school, just the endorsement deals alone, just 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 all that. I mean, you you, you got to think about it. just just for instance, a guy that did something for the culture, and it, and it just coming to me, Dave Chappelle turned down fifty million dollars oh. from Comedy Central because he oh, didn't want to sell his soul. Yeah, thought that he shit. he went on a hiatus sabbatical for seven eight years. He come back, and he's demanding two hundred million dollar contracts from Netflix easily, all while keeping his soul, his sanity, and not selling out. He still got his point across. I do you one better. Mm. He walked away from that deal, from the Chappelle Show, and arguably became, if not the greatest, a top three comedian of all time. So yes. he got the accolades, a, it, he got the money, mm. he got his integrity, he kept his soul, he kept all that just because he wouldn't compromise his conviction. He won't compromise his conviction. And it's all about timing. It's all about patience. If if and if Dion would have took that same the roadmap was there, that same street that David took, he could have he could have the same damn thing in the sports realm. But they, it's just, like, it's we, just, we don't know what's really happened with Dion. It could have been some stuff that, yo, I got this stuff I got to deal with. I can't wait. I, I get it. Out. I mean, 
mean, if, if he that, you gotta find a way, tired, though, bro. bro. Like, like, you gotta find a way, bro. Like, if you if you that well off, bro, you gotta. Well, I can't say that. I can't I'm about to say, say, okay, well, you know what? No, no, I ain't Let's no pocket watch at all. But if you if you struggling like that, it was he was going by five six years. But I'm just saying, melt that damn gold. What's you got then? That's some money. You do you walk yep. around it? You got you gold say. rims on your on your golf cart. You got the house, got, bro. You, you got the chain. You got this big ass house right here down down the street from me. And, and come on, dog. Like it, Momo, man. Come on, you, bro. Like, you can get when you make a certain amount of money. You get you get a bunch of opportunities thrown at you, bro. You, he could have made. Yeah. He could have If you think about it in the grand scheme of things, too, five million dollars ain't a lot of money. In not in 2022 for a rich person for for, for in, a, in a rich, rich world. It's That's not, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like if Dave yeah, Chappelle's getting yeah. 200 million dollar contracts to do one hour yeah. specials, and you have to yeah. coach a whole season to only get five mil, it's come on, yeah. man. Five yeah. million a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when, when you look at it, yeah. I'm, when I'm you look at from a rich man perspective, it's a lot more money on the back end, right? Well, I mean, maybe, uh, but uh, again, again, I'm like, not allegedly he don't have to spend all the money out of pocket for everything that he's spending. Where is that now? Yeah, but my my main thing though is like, but the I image that he was out there doing, it just the, the image he was portraying that the, the, if he wasn't doing that, he's acting like he's he's well off, and that's that's a problem. I'm saying this goes that's all beyond like he he was always giving out the perception. Money ain't a thing for me. I ain't here for the money. I'm right. here for the culture. That's I'm here point. for. I'm up here for building up young. I'm building character in these young black people. I'm letting them know they ain't got to go nowhere. It's enough right here. We got to invest in our own. Money was never a motivational tool for him. He was. It was a calling. He said he was called by something special. He was called by God to do he this. Did say that. And, and I hate he said all yeah. I hate when niggas say that. That's what I'm saying. He was that's what I'm saying. So we need that the whole money conversation should be a nothing to to talk about or even a, a talking point when it comes to discussion why people feel this way about Dion. Because the people that I'm defending, again, I'm I'm still in the middle by the by the way, by the way. I'm just trying to give narrative why this that side these people don't really understand how they feel. I know how they feel. Because it's just a point of me knowing the black y'all are black. I know the black experience. I can speak on it when I want to, mm-hmm. and I know what we what we go through, and yeah. I know how it, we are still disenfranchised as people. Facts, you know what I'm saying? And, and I know that we gotta we gotta work twice as hard to get half as much as they have. That haven't changed, bro. That haven't changed. It ain't gonna change uh, until wrong. we get together and, and learn how to unify. And it's it, it just a unified thing. And we got to stop. Once we start doing better in life, we give our money right back to them. Facts. I'm looking in the mirror talking to myself right now. I went to hood. I went to schools with 100% black high school. I went to college with it's 95% black. Graduated for both. I give back to my schools again when I go home because I feel guilty. I ran away. I lived in the hood when I was young. I don't stay there now. Why? Because I feel like why I'm at is better. Why? Because I'm conditioned to think like that. Because mm-hmm. I'm part of the problem. I mean, well, it's all, it's also what you mean. That, that's part of the problem. Why? Why not get with? Why? Why not get with a group of young people and try to build what you got at home right. or, or somewhere else? Real estate, why? Real why? Why? Why most of where we stay, we consider that the hood, right? I'm too good for that. You too good for that rock. You too good for that res. 
Right. So yeah, it just, it's just a point, man. It's just, yeah. it, it, we we, we got to do better as a, as a group, even on our small scale. But we need people like him that had a cash in, that has the money, I think, mm-hmm. that has the resource, had the connections. We need him. We, he needs to pull all his other rich brothers or have those connections and just unify and make that. And everybody should have brought got in and got into that mix and made it happen. But it was happening. But the white folks saw it before we saw it. And they put right. an end to it quicker than fast. And I think you kind of crystallized it when you said that they took the best HBCU job and then said, all right, let's offer him the worst. And and then he took it. And the, go the, run the, into the, it. The, the connotation of that, like the the, yeah. the message that sends off is wild. That is a wild message. It's, you just, you just, it, 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 it like I, I just, I'm vomiting in my mouth when I think of it. Like that's, that's where we are. It's like we can pick one, we can pick one of y'all best off with our worst offers anytime <laughs> we want to. Do y'all think he ever goes back? Hell no, no. no. Now, I, now I, I would say this: if if he succeed, I would, I definitely see him donating and contributing and just doing special appearances and stuff. But far as, um. I guess put his words, regressing <laughs> to the <laughs> regressing oh, going. Back. Oh, <laughs> you know, oh, that's shit. not my word, but that yeah, shit hurt. So take a, taking the elevator down <laughs> per se. No, he ain't doing that. That's a step down. That's a step down. Oh, shit. going back to your people. That's we a step down. Oh, yeah. oh, that shit hurt. <laughs> that's tough. Yeah, man. Just it, it, it was. It was a. Uh, um, it was an old interview, like with, um, say, you know, I just look at the old stuff sometimes, like the Negro League, like with Central Page and all, and all those type of players. It was they got highly offended back in the, the, the you know the late fifties, early sixties about when they felt like they were saying going to the the major league was a step up, knowing they got the best damn baseball players in the Negro League. Why you mm. consider that the best league and we got right. the league? What you right. mean? This is what a talent is, and that's and you could take that same analogy and apply it to to today's in football. Even though it's not the same, believe it. I hate to say it, they they do have a better player. They got all our best brothers in in the PWI, but they couldn't say that forty years ago, right? Fifty years ago, but why do why why do why why that trend can't turn around if someone invests into the into the program if someone sacrifice and again if Dion did this and stayed 20 and 30 years the dude would have had he would have sacrificed so much he would have been a sacrificial lamb because he would never been properly compensated I get that right but somebody got to do it somebody got again somebody got to bite the bullet but, but, somebody got to be Jesus or something. Another, another thing why are we trying to put all this pressure on one black man no we're not trying to put all the pressure on one black person but we got to have somebody to be the voice in the face of it right and, Somebody and, and he he fit the bill too. He had the aura. he's one of one. There's no other Deion Sanders. Yeah, he was he perfectly built and equipped for this to be that person. I mean, the way he was talking and moving and acting, and the dude did so much for Jackson State. And mind you, I don't know if you noticed this. I keep saying Jackson State. I haven't said he did so much for HBCUs yet. People, mm-hmm. people say, and people be making mistakenly saying he did so much for HBCUs. He did nothing for HBCUs. He did amazing things for the isolated school of Jackson State. 
So let's let's keep that. That's can we bar. correct that, please? Because again, because 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 my school, in instance, their uh, revenue flow didn't increase. Their budget lines did get higher. Uh, in the last three years, we still at the bottom of the bottom. You know, and then for, forget the with Division One or PWI school. We are behind FCS schools, white FCS schools, Division Two schools. If you don't know what that means. They have better opportunities. They have better resources. They have better connections than us. Damn. We are the bottom of the bottom of the totem pole. And to see, to see my my school, my school that I went to mm-hmm. was on Sports Center. My school was on Saturday prime time, prime time. on the yard. Even right. though it wasn't for us, we was the we was the competitor, but we was the school that was playing. Right, and y'all. And that was a beautiful, and that was a beautiful thing to see. Never thought in my my that that goes all the way up there with again this this experience is ten times twenty times better. But this is goes up there when I saw that. I go all the way back when I saw the inauguration of seeing Barack be the president, a black guy. Yep, like damn the shit. Something I thought I'd never see. Like damn, this this is an awakening, bro. Like this is 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 happening, it's happening, and just seeing the pride, seeing the 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 the, the, the It's just everybody walking with their chest out. Like yeah, HBCUs. I went to one. You see us on TV. You know what HBCU stand for now. Like nobody even know what that was. You you know white folks know what that white is. White folk, boy. When you when I if you watch Undisputed, a clip of that today and skip. Was listening to Shannon, and Shannon kept saying, "Uh, they doing this." And Skip was like, "Well, who is they?" And Shannon was like, "My people." And every time he's like, "Yo, they mad and all this stuff." Like Skip literally was like, "He ain't know." Like they were clueless uh, to, about all that stuff. Man, don't get me, don't get me started with the corner real arc, arc man. Like somebody sent me a clip of arc. Shannon Shrub. I'm talking about. Obviously, you know how, how, how he was trying to defend his um, boy being yeah. for, for taking this, and he just came out so clueless for him having pretty much the same background as me and who, who all other black people. You know, he went to a small school, Savannah State. Mm-hmm. He just he was damn near raised in poverty. For him not to have a better understanding or see the the bigger picture. It was really disgusting. And when you have people like that on TV speaking from a, the black experience, he set us back, man. He really do. And and Unc normally don't do that, but it's like it just was a bad look. It really was, it was a bad look. Some of the things he was spewing on that television. And you 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 want you want the people in that position with that type of platform to really disseminate the right message for us, right. even 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 if it come out come out defending if it, if it come out being a trigger to your audience choose not to even speak on it if you're going to go the route that's going to discourage or set us back a, a few steps because all the work that Dion was doing even if it was a mistake even if it, it was drawn or it was for a, a different if he had a different motive for it it still was great work that Dion did but bottom line yeah yeah no and, nobody's and, feeling that and yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, you just can't have 
you know, our personalities that look like us on television. The the Steve, I heard Stephen A. Smith. I heard. Um, I hear him. I, I heard the 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 Ricky Smileys. I heard. You know, but you had people that had a great understanding. The people's of the likes of but but mom, what is it called? Uh, but money Jones. Yeah. Uh, well, I heard but money killed him. Yeah, but money. Yeah, but money had a great input because again, his 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 parents, his family went to HBCUs. His mm-hmm. dad went to Southern. So oh, it's, it's yeah. like they 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 understand it. Just but again, if you're not gonna say anything that's gonna help the cause of the movement, just don't speak at all at this point. It just I don't mean. I don't know, man. It's just, it just, it just hurtful for me even kind of going through my time, you know, my timeline, my feed, and so many people it's not seeing the the real reason or the bigger picture. They're, they're, they hone it on certain situations of the, uh, they don't see the totality. They, they, they figuring and honing on certain things about like the money right. of what, what he did. Or uh, would you? Why a person can't take move on in their promotion in their careers? No, bro. It's not. It's, it's bigger than that, man. It's well, that's why that. I wanted you to. That's why I wanted you to come on uh, to discuss this because I knew this was something that that needed to be discussed. Obviously, because like we've been on hiatus for the longest, but I felt like you would be able to touch on it in a way that we couldn't. Um, hmm. Or even shouldn't, at, yeah. you know, without being intimately involved in that. So that that's why I appreciate you giving your perspective on that. Um, as far as Shannon Sharp, I will I will say this. Um, he normally hits like these are normally. the moments that he he he's normally he kills like, he's yeah. money yeah. at these times. So um, maybe he's compromised because he's friends with Dion, um, mm-hmm. or if you want to go with the whole conspiracy theory, I mean, you could shoot it from the standpoint of like the higher ups kind of spun everybody in mainstream media to say it was okay. I mean, but like normally, even if it is mainstream, like he goes against it normally. Right. But I mean, but again, he would be compromised from the integrity standpoint, but I mean, like you could take some, some like the Kyrie situation where Everybody and their mama was blasting Kyrie. You know, oh, he didn't even say boy. shit. Oh, he didn't even say nothing. And then, and then literally the Jerry Jones thing happened. And everybody got their capes out. Uh-uh. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't go, don't go, don't go to Ky- don't go to Jerry Jones. Let's, let's let's talk about Kyrie. And, and again, I'm not I'm not here. I'm not here trying to take your show on hostage, by the way. But no, I want I want to speak on Kyrie. Yeah, shoot. See. Do, uh, first of all, do y'all know? Do anyone on this panel know that Kyrie lost his shoe deal? Right. Yep. Yep. Okay. Tell me this: How you guys on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, rarely, but yeah. Uh, okay. How many of people on your social media has been talking about Kyrie losing his shoe deal? Maybe like None. three. I've only seen like three people post on it. Do y'all see a problem with that? Yeah, it's a huge problem. Yeah, and 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 this and this and 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 this is the thing. We this dude did everything that he was possible. He did everything that he was told to do. Yep, to retain his football, his basketball career, to retain all his endorsements, 
everything the white folks told him, everything every other nationality told him to do, and what they do. They still screwed him. They still strip him of almost everything. His main his main endorsement main, he has yep. that in that he has. Yep. And that was a telltale sign saying, niggas, you better stay in your place. Even when we, even right. when you do everything right, we still gonna spank you with this proverbial whip in your back. Yeah. Yep. They spell warning. And, and, I don't want no but, but 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 again, we as a community, we so Quiet. we are so enamored about everything else with with the booties, with the Dion, with everything else. When we have this injustice thing going on right in front of our face, and you don't, you probably have one iota on your timeline talking about it. Right, and the machine fact. is built like that. But we so built on trying to protect ours. We don't protect ours, and this is and this is a best example you can have right here. And again, this is so alarming to me. And I'm gonna keep reiterating: I ain't no social justice warrior. I ain't a person that can leave the be an activist. But I am a person about right and wrong, and when it, especially when it pertains to my people. And what's going on with this particular situation is so discouraging. It's so almost incriminating. I haven't seen one major outlet talk about it. It wasn't on Sports Center. Uh, it was. It ain't on CNN. If it is, it's just a little bullet point. It's nothing. They they trying to hide it, but it it's has the higher, the, the higher ups. It, it has been in, done though, right? But we should. Our people should got together and said something. Do they know? What, think about it. If LeBron James, Giannis, KD, Steph, Jason Tatum, Steph, unified yep. and said, I ain't playing another goddamn basketball game until y'all reinstate resign that or reinstate this main contract. That the contract would have been restructured oh. within 24 yep. damn hours. Immediately. Immediately. We have to understand, we have to realize the power we have. Especially when it comes to sports, we have to realize what type of influence we have. We have to realize what type of financial influence we have. They can shut down the whole lead, which means we shut down so many revenue avenues for people. They will work that out. But now we're going to let this man get his shoe deal gone, we're going to let him go out there and do whatever, we're going to make jokes about it, and those people that really piss about, people that's joking about he lo- how he lost his shoe deal, I don't want to delete people, but I almost started deleting people, some of the people. Like, it's crazy, bro, like, it's bigger than, it's, it's just so big, and we just got to start seeing these small things, bro, that just get just goes under the under the radar, we rush under the rug, it is what it is, but it just shows you the control and power they have over us, and they shouldn't have it. Well, that's kind it of the, that's kind of where I was getting to with the with the the higher ups from ESPN mm-hmm. and Fox Sports and all these other mainstream media. It's like okay, whatever they want to get promoted or pushed, they get pushed. When when the Kyrie situation, so we can stick with that. When the Kyrie situation happened, Stephen A was all on Kyrie's ass. He was killing him. 
for mm-hmm. every little thing. Kendrick Perkins was killing all these people had the green light on Kyrie. Like the higher ups, we know what race they're most likely not, had yeah. the black people with the green light to shoot him. The yeah. moment something popped off with Jerry Jones, it's quiet. The moment something popped off with uh Brett Favre, it's quiet. Like, there's more, like, I mean, look, look, respectfully, Deion Sanders, did he do some fuck shit? Yes. Not going to say he didn't. There's no way in hell there should be more energy and hatred aimed at this nigga than Brett Favre stealing millions of dollars to do a fucking volleyball court. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. You know why? Go ahead. The reason that Brett Favre is not receiving that much hate and vitriol from people is because look who he stole from. So from the white people. Poor white black people, that doesn't matter. That doesn't impact anybody. Mm. You know, no nobody's missing Shit. that money. <laughs> then on top of that, he's a white man. I, I you know, people thought yep. I was gonna say because he, he's a man. No, the main thing is who, who he stole from. Mm. They, they, they don't mean anything, and it's gonna be like that until they the divorceless, right? So again, it's like it, it gets to the point of it's a it's just a it's a it's a social it's a social dynamic and an infrastructure in America that really has to be changed and it has to be reviewed from a person that doesn't have any type of um how can i say this you don't want them to have any type of you want them to have a, a, a impartial view right, you want them right, to right saying that i want to institute change for everyone not 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 the people with the power not the people that doesn't have any type of financial leverage i want everyone to have some of the same playing field and again that came to the point of Hey, they not missing the money. They don't have the money anyway. They they don't know how to report this crime. They don't know what's going on. They not missing it. So breath far, breath far good. But anyway, I just want to get a little, little note on that. You can go. No, nah, that's real hey. talk. That's real talk. Um, damn, I had a point about the um. I don't know if it was Kyrie or, or Kanye. Oh, the Kyrie thing. So here's the thing that that is disturbing about the Kyrie since we're here. And him losing the shoe deal is bad, and him, man. And him being suspended as long as he was with Brooklyn, not saying nothing. Remember, <laughs> Brooklyn wasn't saying nothing. You couldn't find Brooklyn. Uh, <laughs> I'm laughing not to cry, bro. The 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 sad part about it is there was literally one and and Nick Fredell punk ass be on ESPN popping shit off on NBA Countdown and all these other shows like he's somebody grilling Kyrie but the question is what exactly did he say that was anti-Semitic I've never heard one person give me the exact quote of what he said that was anti-Semitic he posted a link (laughs) to a video that that he probably didn't even watch and we don't even know what in the video is anti-Semitic. And I'm pretty sure that most of the people that are crucifying him didn't watch the video either. 
So they don't even know what's in the video. They probably heard a snippet, be like, oh, well, they said this and they said that and said, oh, well, it's anti-Semitic. My nigga, he didn't say it. The producer, the director said it. Are you going after them to make them apologize? Are you having Amazon take the movie down? Oh, Amazon still selling it? Oh, it's owned by a Jewish person who's still moving units off of that? How, 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 I'm trying to figure out how the work of someone else fell on a black man who said nothing and he lost everything for the most part. His career could be over. Yep. When the creator of the movie, Facts, man. The, creator of the movie, I ain't heard nothing about nobody's black. I don't even, bro, this is how bad it is. I don't even know the, the director's name of that movie. I don't even know who even plays in this movie. Well, it's a documentary or whatever, a mockumentary or what or whatever they call it. But, but it's like everybody involved with it. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if this was such a big them. deal of yeah. like this is this is an abomination against yeah. like this is an attack on the Jewish community. How come we don't know the names of the people responsible for creating it? How come we only know the name of the person who posted the link? And honestly, if he really wanted to just get out of it, he could have just said, I got hacked and kept it moving. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you know, he 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 definitely couldn't do that because he he's a he's a person that stands on his word, you know, right, wrong, and different. So, but he he was saying, you know, remember he was being very reluctant to even apologize. <laughs> well, okay, okay, so, but that that that's 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 the frustrating thing about Kyrie. Kyrie is a dumbass. Mm. He's a smart dumbass, but he yeah. is a dumbass. And mm. he allowed them to use him. Like as as intelligent as a brother as he's supposed to be, or he portrays himself to be, he puts himself in yes. a lot of stupid fucking situations. He do, he do that are easily do. rectified if he really thought it yeah. through. But he wanna he wanna be a, be a smart ass. He wanna look down on people, and he gives license for people like Stephen A. to bash him because you can't really refute what he's saying because there's a kernel of truth in it, even if yeah. it's not complete. Yeah. Yeah. So Kyrie and, it's the same, and you can say the same thing about when Kyrie spewed those things. It is a kernel and truth or something like that. But again, he a person that really can't elaborate on his thoughts and he don't think it all the way through because he has he has a lot of intelligent minds around him. And again, the dude is smart himself. He went to Duke University. He just can't walk into there. Yeah. But it's just a lot of his thought thoughts is not uh completely um matured. And he finds himself, he puts himself in a lot of precarious situations he with does. his with, with a lot of his uh, free spirited, thought provoking stuff he say. And him being a basketball player, that's something he might want to work on. Or, I mean, again, you, you know, Jason, what, 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 nah, not Jason Tatum, Tatum the other, oh, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown, 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 Brown's the truth, bro. Jalen Brown is one of my truth. favorite players outside of just him being a, a great basketball player. He's one human of the being. great minds in basketball. The dude yes. at best, he has a future outside of basketball. He's going to do great things for his community, man. The dude, but I'm speaking on him because when he's a guy that Kyrie, he's much younger than Kyrie, but he can learn. Kyrie can learn from him. Get your stuff together all the way when you speak on these type of issues. Because mm -hmm. when you speak on these type of issues, you got to learn how to have retorts because it's going to come with questions. You got to have the answers. And Kyrie don't have those complete. Just like, <laughs> just like when LeBron 
was trying to um, he made his thing. books. <laughs> he made he made the first page of every fucking book he read, bro. Uh, maybe, maybe, no, no, not even that though. No, when he when he when he made the point of about he was questioning the media why he didn't be, haven't been asked about the Jerry Jones situation, which I found you, I, I I found it pretty funny, but I I am impressed. And grateful that he took on that challenge, even though he wasn't prepared for it. Right. But he did take on that challenge right. to ask the media and put, you know, put put their feet to the fire, even though he didn't get them a chance to <laughs> return. Because you saw he backpedal, he was like, "Oh, I don't want you to ask me now," but because that opened yeah. up a whole but you know other what, can of worms, and he would have he would have messed. You it know up. why that was for it, though? You know, you know why he did that, right? Well, he needed to get it. I would assume he needed to get back in the good graces of Kyrie after throwing him under the bus. Because yeah. remember, that's that, when, that's part of it. He he had to get in the good grace of the black community for when throwing Kyrie out of the bus. He was trying to get in the good grace of all the black community because he been getting torched by us by by that episode of throwing Kyrie under the bus. Mm-hmm. So he yep, was trying to find some type go. of way to mm-hmm. to to uh, to get us to reestablish his connection. Like he's he for us. Right. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go and stick my neck in and say, hey, I am for us. So that this I, I don't know how genuine that. That it, it wasn't or that question was nothing until Jalen Brown came out to Kyrie's defense. Jalen Brown is the one that really got the ball rolling on a whole Kyrie defense thing, and like, hey, y'all okay. doing too much, yeah, right? Because they, they right. asked LeBron first, and LeBron was like, Oh, him and Harmon, like, <laughs> well, you know, Michigan gotta do, you know, what he, you know, he you spoke know, from try, the heart. LeBron spoke to the heart, and LeBron, he spoke from his heart, yeah. and that's how he truly felt. But yeah. he saw that backlash and he, and he saw. All that negative energy he got from Black Twitter, and he just him and his team oh, got together and said, "Okay, let, let's 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 do this. Let's find something we can do." All while you know keeping together our relationship with all our endorsements, and that, and that was his best answer. Wasn't a great answer, but no. it was something. He and he did highlight the point. He got to look both ways when he crossed the street. It, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, he, he's he's a, he's a billion dollar guy, but again. When you have that type of money and you really for the people, you call that type of money. That, that's fuck you money. Like you got you got generational wealth. You you can say what you want to say, and don't worry about the repercussions of money because your your life self selfishly is set. I like Kanye West. He's the perfect example of that. He's like I'm gonna say what I want to say. Y'all go get this. Y'all call me whatever. Y'all getting this. Y'all get my truth. Now it costs them millions, costs them billions. But again, I, was, I was about to say, I think Kanye is a perfect example in the opposite why direction. Why not do that? Because yes, having a billion is fuck you money. But losing that Kanye billion. lost. What he lose? A billion and five billion in a day in twenty four hours. Like, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Kanye, Kanye didn't. No, he's not hurting. But I'm just saying, like. Kanye initially now in in the last like week or so like he he's he said a lot of shit wrong but that initial yeah, drink yeah. champs interview he really didn't say nothing wrong like it wasn't smart from, but it wasn't wrong well I mean but even Dave Chappelle hit on it like mm-hmm. the anti-semitism like okay who do you think owns most of the the, the music labels the record labels the record labels Right, but okay, who owns what? Of, what race do you think they are? Them. Whoever they are, like Dave Chappelle said, them, yeah, right. They ain't black. Yeah. Do they profit off black people killing each other? 
Yes, yes, they do. Mm-hmm. You look no further than Tupac. Tupac had more albums out after he died than before he died. Who's making that money? The label. Streams streams for artists that die go up tremendously after they die. Like we're promoting, we we are incentivized to promote a certain type of music. There's certain music that gets gets dollars and promotion put behind it, and there's certain music that don't. You are not going to see people like Lupe Fiasco and 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 a lot of these rappers that are conscious like common like people with a message that's Mm -hmm. gonna get pushed to the forefront you're not gonna see that you will see a bunch of dumbass niggas in front of a camera flashing guns talking about drugs with women twerking next to them because Mm -hmm. it promotes a certain lifestyle that keeps the machine going right that's what kanye was saying he wasn't wrong about that that's not anti-semitism to point out the fact that hey it's a little funny that this group of people are doing this to my community especially when it's actually the group of people Dave Chappelle said it best when it's a bunch of black people it's a gang when it's a bunch of Italians it's a mob when it's a bunch of Jewish people it's a coincidence Dave Chappelle is a genius he literally bro that's the SNL monologue he did I'll text it to you bro after we finish but just to kind of give you like little tidbits from that because Dave Chappelle is such a master at his craft. And, and to me, he's my favorite comedian of all time. He is, he is to me, is the best to ever do it. And I love Eddie Murphy. I love Richard Pryor. I love Chris Rock. I love a lot of people. Mm. Dave is far and away the oh, best yeah. comedian ever. Mm, um, okay. But how he weaves in and out of his message. He talked about Kanye saying that Kanye's not crazy. He said that. Yep. But him saying certain things out loud is crazy. In mm-hmm. essence, what he's like saying is he's not wrong. It's just not smart to it. say it. You saying that shit. Like, wrong. why would you like why would you say that knowing the powers that be that could do what they need to do? So he made a whole joke routine about they who is they, and it was brilliant. Because at one at, at one point he's saying, Hey, I'm not condoning what Kanye said, but not because it was wrong, it's because it wasn't smart to say it. Mm. And yeah, I'm gonna check, he's it right. I'll check it out. He's right. Like Kanye up until the Hitler shit. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know. Ky- Here's the thing with Kanye, and Kyrie's the same way. These two idiots have a lot of intellectual points that get sacrificed for their vanity and for their ego. Absolutely. They Absolutely. will ta- they will tank a message just to try to 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 look down on somebody. Like it's it's so frustrating when you have a good solid point and you can let the media or whatever entity strip that point away from you because you said one stupid thing after. Mm. Bro, you cannot be like, oh well, I love Hitler because I'm Christian, and we supposed to love nigga. What I stopped it. I love Hitler. Come on, bro. Like, no, nah, I mean, you can't, yeah, he's saying things like, you know, Hitler did a lot of uh, good things, especially like especially Hitler. You know, everybody does good and everybody does bad, bro. especially Hitler. 
You can't you can't say that. Even even when you just gotta take operative words like especially, don't do especially here. You got yeah, too much true. intellectual property to the make Especially kind of highlights it. That's yeah, a great point. It highlights it. It's just that operative word. Come on, bro. He's trying to get cute, bro. It's like you niggas mm. are y'all too cool for school. Y'all trying to get cute and make somebody look dumb. And y'all end up putting yourself in a worse position. So now the whole message is tainted because you, yeah. what what they say? Uh, a bat, a rotten apple spoils a whole bunch. Yeah. He had a bunch of good nuggets of truth in there. You said one stupid thing and got yeah. smoked. Yeah. Yeah, it's greatly gone. said. Really, I mean, you you yep. you nailed that. You nailed that. Yep. Slavery is a choice. Oh, this nigga, what? bro. But that's what got me mad about the black community in the first place because he should have been canceled off that well, years ago. That, but that's the thing where the Jewish community showed us what power looks like. Oh, 100 percent. Like, and it's kind of ironic because because Kanye said he's jealous of them because of the power that they have and it makes sense because they displayed the power that he's jealous of on him they said what black people should have done and our community should have done when when kanye was popping off that slavery is a choice and all that dumb shit we should have excommunicado that nigga on site like he should have been cooked right there but we ain't do that yeah because black people it's weird. We're this weird hybrid animal because in one aspect, we don't support each other for shit. But in another aspect, we kind of support each other too much. Like, we let certain yeah. niggas get away with so much stuff. It's like, well, I'm still buying Yeezys. He said, slavery yeah. is choice. Like, yeah. I'm still supporting. I'm still going to buy the album. I'm still streaming it. Like, that's stupid. Yeah, because... We're so forgiving. We're the we most forgiving group, group but, of people hey, out there. But when that anti-Semitic shit came out, what they do? They smoked him. <laughs> Come off like, it didn't take them a week. They bro exile they, out of there. Like he got destroyed. They, they did what we should have done to him. 100 And he fucked with the wrong group. That's all that was. They was like, oh, okay, cool. You want to point us out? Bet we're gonna show you exactly what we do to people like you. That 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 endorsement deal you got, <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you yeah. think you finna go go to the studio? Yeah, we finna smoke all that. Oh, you think you a billionaire? <laughs> that Forbes list? Yeah, that guy yeah. etched and sketched yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, we gonna cook you, bro. It's 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 just stupid. It's just stupid. I don't even want to talk about LeBron no more. I was I was about to get into the LeBron. <laughs> I'm, I'm frustrated, bro. Just... It is. I mean, it's, it's, it's very frustrating. I'm gonna have to check that that David Chappelle because I want to speak on it, but I haven't seen it. And it sounded like it's. Been... I just haven't made time, and I forgot about it. Um, kind of forgot to see how long is it. Like what? About 15, 18 minutes? Yeah, um, about there. Like twenty at most. Oh, really? Okay, that's the longer the better. Fifteen twenty-two. I'm sending it to you right now. Okay, longer the better. That that'll be great. Yeah, but as a as a as a community, even at the the level that we are, what do you feel? What can we do to better the cause or do our part as far as impacting a provoking change in instances like this to avoid the instances of of, of the Deion Sanders, the, the Kyrie Irving, even following 
money to places that we came from, like creating everybody in America. Again, we don't have to be on the level as a quote unquote white person. We can we can build our own communities. You know, you 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 ride around, you see Chinatowns, you see nice expanded areas, you see Korean areas, but you you just never see a, a booming. I ain't gonna say never. You, you you they far and few between nice black areas. We have one here local in the DFW. Area. When you go to the Duncanville area, you know we they got the like the what they call it the black black Wall Street. Um, Black Wall Street, which is a dope place. I I get it. We we got Atlanta, Georgia, where black people flourish, and that's pre- that's probably the the most remote area that we can count on in America. But we need more areas like that. What can we do to have our own? And we just really won't have to count on saying that going other places is better or it's a it's an upgrade or a level up. Like, what can we do? You know, um, you saying that kind of reminded me of this guy I ran into where I think I met him at a church, um, but he's a builder. He's a real estate builder. And what he was proposing was um, a bunch of black people investing in building a community. So they would basically. um, What was it? They would they would. They would pay to buy a house, but the house was being built by them themselves. So it was it was like, so let's say Dre, you wanted to buy a house. He would basically have you get the financing for the house from the bank, obviously, right? But you would be the one helping the contractors build it. Like he would teach you how to build the house. And in exchange for that, you basically got the revenue from it. And he Mm. had a bunch of black people that were all doing this. So they bought like a strip. They had like a whole strip of land that they were developing on. And I think like 95% of the population were African-Americans because they were all building their own homes and the the whole vision. And I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to misconstrue some of it because that was like pre pandemic. So I'm not quite sure how that turned out because mm-hmm. obviously material got short yeah yeah uh, everywhere yeah everywhere but uh the whole idea was we're going to have a community where we are going to live we're going to build our own stuff we're going to profit from the building of it and then we're going to teach other people how to do it so that we're continuously profiting on our own uh and then he bought a lot of real estate in South Dallas and he showed us cuz I remember looking at a townhome he built um it was like four four town homes right next to each other he he built them on a corner and all the residents were black and so they were like uh talking about how they went through that process so i don't know i don't know how tangible that is just because i don't i haven't talked to him in years but yeah it would be something along those lines as far as like economically that would help us uh i think as a community that would unite us and yes, doing something like that yeah um and then more importantly than that uh especially if the quality of the houses were built well that's usually yeah. going to attract more companies to the local area yes. i think the i think the problem with with our communities is strategically they aren't funded by tax dollars you know the red line 
You can yeah. always tell where the red line is just by looking at the grass. If mm. you you cross the red line into a white neighborhood, you're going to see those tax dollars are cutting that grass. There's a certain type of business that uh, are allowed in there that are allowed in there. Yeah. Pawn shops aren't mm. allowed in there. Um, and you're going to see a Starbucks too. loans aren't allowed. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, Starbucks. <laughs> That's the telltale sign right there. Yeah. Chick-fil-A, Starbucks, and Target. That's the main three. That's they three. If you see a Chick-fil-A and a Starbucks, you got it's it. a wrap. You right crossed the red line. You have crossed the red line. Yeah. Um, no, no, but but, but, yeah. but honestly, though, I, I didn't even catch. I just want to get to the point of you know, I mean, Kyrie lost everything, right? I want to get to the point that the black consciousness, you know, uh, understand that it is different opportunity, or this is probably a blessing in disguise. Why not take this opportunity and have a shoe made by a black-owned business? A black-owned shoemaker wear that shoe. Even if you got to invest your own money at this point, Kyrie got the money. You know, take a chance on somebody. Just make, just make sure, just make sure the quality of the shoe is playable. That's it. It's the quality of the shoe. Get, give, give a young black person the opportunity to create a shoe for you. Sign on them and see what happened. Wear that shoe. You know, put the money back in. You know what I'm saying, keep the money with us. Don't go run into Reebok or Adidas or whatever. And, and just, I just want like us to take ball pitch. Yeah, hundred percent. Lavar Pelt. It's a Lavar ball pitch. <laughs> but quality. And that, that was a it very ballsy. And 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 the and and financial implications is it's it probably not going to work out for you. I'm just right. you got to be honest. But right. again, what you do, what you're going to do is you're going to create exposure. If you ball out, you're going to have all these black little boy, even a white kids going to start buying. Black and that's and that's when it works. Stuff. And that's when, that's when you got something going. Because you know when you got something going. Not to cut you off, but you hit on a point there because usually when black people get white people to buy stuff, that's when it takes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No like, like that's how hip hop any, works. Any I was about to say that any hip hop artist you know where Drake M Jay when they really cross is when they started tapping into the white market and they started buying all their stuff. They call it crossover. Yeah, the mainstream. Like, you crossover. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ah. Can you yeah. cross over basketball? And I mean, and that you get to the point if if I was if Kanye team was really about that, once once they start stripping him of of everything, this dude should have started. Okay, y'all want to play this game? I'm putting the rest of my money in all black banks. The rest of my designs will be all black. My whole team will be black. The, who make my shoes? My, I'm gonna put all. I'm gonna put the rest of my product in all black owned warehouses. Just just okay. You about this move? Show me. Kanye's and not I, about that I move, just, bro. I, I didn't see that type of action. Because he's not about that move, bro. Like all that black black people shit. You saw him talking on uh, Drink Chance, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Look at his actions uh, and his interviews after that. Every interview he's in there a with a, uh, with a white guy yeah. that's yeah. a neo Nazi. Yep. Yeah. So where are the black people, Kanye? Where, where? I mean, where are they now? He did. He did. He did talk some heavy shit in that parking lot though about the sacrifices. And about you know people just disappearing and dying, that ain't no accident. So oh, the, crypt, the real... crypto people. No, no. When he was talking about, he was talking about Jay Z, Beyonce, and all these other people, and how like people that die, uh, they don't just die by happenstance. Like when someone close to you goes, like how he lost his mom, and he made another point about 
uh some other celebrities that um lost people close to them like when i guess i'm paraphrasing i gotta i gotta watch the video again it's been a couple weeks but he was spitting some real shit in a parking lot uh okay, i gotta see that i don't know I if it was TMZ. i'll text it to you because i gotta say i it was so good i literally saved it because i thought they were gonna scrape it off the internet mm. uh but regardless the thing is, Kanye be talking that black power shit, but then he always rolling around with a white motherfucker that hates Jews. And and again, it's like you're going to destroy the message by trying to be a smartass. You yeah. know they these niggas are trying to pin you with the anti-Semitic shit. So you bring a neo-Nazi to meet with Trump? First of all, you meet with Trump. Yeah. <laughs> then you bring a neo-nazi so it's like there's no there's nobody in his corner that is clearly advising this nigga yeah or he's just not listening to anybody i yeah. think it's more the second he's like i i've made it this far made all this money i know what i'm doing it's like eh, you see where this is getting you bro kind of yeah. dumbass like yeah he has and, and him and for him just being one of my favorite Guys, he pretty much, it's not even right to say, he kind of one of the main corporates of molding my personality, who I am now, to do, has so much influence on me. It's, it's just, it's really hard. And to, it's hard to say and hard to relate. And I don't know was I under some type of spell or whatever. But the guy, the guy I grew up with is, again, you, you made the point of- early 2000s, it's you, not you, 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 now. You made a point of, like, he was one of those guys that actually was- um, he was getting out there. He was disseminating the message in hip hop that other artists wasn't doing. He was he was a guy saying he wasn't talking about guns and all that. He this dude had a number one hit, Jesus Walk. He damn had a Christian Crazy. song on the number on charting on the charts. Yeah, and he just was coming from just I'm a black guy from the hood. No, I'm not a gangster or whatever. But I was in the hood, and I just. I, I got this message. Dude, to my polos, just every, just everything. It wasn't the normal message, and he he broke through. He went through the back door, and he made it through. It just, you know, everybody had an artist you just related to, and I, I don't know. I he just was don't the chosen know one, bro. Anymore. He was the chosen yeah. one. He was the one that yeah. was supposed to break the mold. Hold on, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna just play it for you because it's short. Hold on, I want you to hear this. All right. Adidas, all that away. 
steal Forbes, who hate me, right? Had to write net worth 400 million. Jesus is king. God loved me. That's more important than thinking in life. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's, and this truth is going to be heard. Y'all can't send none of y'all meat meals, y'all puppies, y'all little boozy, none of these names, none of these people. <laughs> <Little boosie. laughs> I never killed nobody, right? I'm the pussy that never killed nobody, right? But that means I can say whatever I want and not go to jail. All right. Mm. So ego obviously started popping in at the end. But yeah, he, he when when he said MJ's dad, and I, I remember that vividly, like that's strange, bro. Because MJ dad just wound up dead. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Never solved. Yeah, that that is a cold case, too. Like, yeah. It's like when mm. you get to a certain like it's just again, man. I think Kanye playing with the wrong people. Um, but he's also not serving us the way the and by us, I mean the community, the way that he could. Because either it's the meds, because he did he did point out and he did share that text about that dude, uh, his personal trainer that literally said, "Hey, let's have this conversation," uh, but you can't cuss. And either a, um, we're gonna come to a consensus basically, or b, we're gonna put you on those medicines and you're never gonna see your kids again. It's gonna be night night. I do recall that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was real yeah. because his week his wick wikipedia page literally changed the like within an hour like they had a before and after where it listed all the celebrities that that guy that personal trainer was tied to within an hour all of them names were gone they completely changed that wikipedia page and apparently he he's um was in the canadian military and all this shit. it's like how the hell did you get to hollywood bro and how did you get linked to kanye like it's just it's just it's a lot of weird stuff bro Man, I mean, I feel like Kanye, if we really get deep dive in Kanye, that's a whole different podcast. Um, at this point, because he we don't have time for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, the, the Kanye, bro, I just I, I just I have a lot of conflicting thoughts again because I try to keep the the personal when I speak on him, I try to detach the personal connection and and come as objective as possible. Which is all it's, it's almost impossible to do because again I keep I'm, I'm I keep telling you and just implying the the impact the dude had on my life, bro. Like it's it's, it's beyond it's it's almost to like a that fandom level. It was it was really high. So I I don't know. It, it hurts me to see where he is now and was he ever the guy that I thought he was? I I don't know. I really don't know, but. Yeah, I would say I, I yes if you saw the that. um did you see the uh the documentary on Netflix? That's what I'm saying. That was one of me watching that, bro. That was that, something amazing, that bro. Time portal. That yeah, it was, bro. That was like that. This is the man that I, I fell in love with, right? This is the dude and where he's at. And this is it it, it kind of it 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 verified or it confirmed the reason why I was such a big fan of him. Because I forgot. Mm-hmm. Until I watched mm-hmm. it again, like it kind of okay. All right, this is what I felt. This is who he was. Because I forgot it at one point. Because I, I couldn't, I couldn't defend him anymore. I couldn't say nothing. I just truly forgot 
why I was such a big fan of his until I watched that documentary. It's because yeah. it's because like that's also why we're also the most forgiving group because we look at who the person was versus who they are. Like right. Kanye, Kells, Cosby, we'd like, oh, well, they they did all these things, but they did all these things for the culture at the same time. Yeah. So it's like we like to separate okay, the art from the artist mm. or what they did versus what their issue is or what they're being alleged of. Mm. Yeah. Mm, I'm with you, but fuck R. Kelly, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I, no. I feel you, though. Okay. Kale's yeah. done anyway. It don't matter. That's how you feel about cooked. him. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I feel like I feel the like is on the wall for him. Yeah, I feel I feel like Kanye in that documentary, we saw the purest version of him and Hollywood has perverted him. And yeah. whatever entity that he's associated with, they they've really perverted him as far as like they've tainted what he was. He's almost unrecognizable. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Kanye today is vastly different from Kanye early 2000s. Right. So it's just, and it, it, it's, it, bro, he's just, he's slaying a lot of niggas right now, just as far as like the demographics he's like fucking up right now is ridiculous. Like he's fucking up the black community. He's fucking up the Christian community. He's fucking up the Republican community. Like he's kind of like, he's really like a, a, a albatross on a bunch of different communities. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. I mean, he's, he, it's yeah, crazy. He, he's definitely, he's, um, he's, he's a, he's dividing so many different people. Like he's, he's, he's really not doing good at all for any group of people. I don't care what size you are. He's just, he's just a detractor dog. You don't, he's not good. He's a cancer. He's a cancer to the culture. He's a cancer to the black folk. He just, he just, he's just a cancer, a walking cancer at this point. All right, man, let's wrap it, bro. Uh, we gonna have to do this again though. Uh, you gonna mess around and make me start potting for real again. Um, yeah, because <laughs> it's therapeutic. Like when last though, day y'all pod? Like when? What is this? What you looking at? What? So what? What? Three months? It's two months? Oh, what? Nah, it's probably been longer than that. Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Nah, me I don't see. think it's. I don't think it's been that long because we we did some what? Uh, couple last oh, month I'm, maybe. Um, no, I'm gonna tell you right now. All right, so oh, our last month, that ain't bad. No, our last episode was September 19th, bro. Okay. And the episode before that was May 5th. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so so y'all did two we, episodes in last. <laughs> we yeah, we are definitely on seven brand months. right now. Y'all oh, did two no. episodes in six, six, seven months. Once a quarter, it looks like. Yeah, literally, like no, y'all ain't once a quarter. It's about once every quarter. <laughs> yeah, nah. So we started off the year uh slow. Our first episode of the year was February fifth. Then we took a break until April second. And then, then we caught consistency yeah. on April 20th. Okay. <laughs> like okay. two weeks. And then two weeks after that, on May 5th, we dropped one. Okay. okay. Third quarter. Yeah. And then September. Okay. okay. Y'all, if y'all go pie like that, man, y'all need to at least, least honor or make a commitment say, you know what? If we go pie once a quarter or the once area of the month, we got to put some, at least three to four hour pies out there. Facts. Facts. Pick some long boys out there. Do it. Do it big, and and just yeah. have it highly entertaining and, and have it structured. You can do it. I mean, again, gotta, like you said, like you said, the beginning. Begin begin of this podcast. You said you know everyone has life. We we older. Everybody got families. Got kids. Got grown bills. 
You know, yeah. and you said, and make sure you got to tell your audience it ain't, it ain't no beef within y'all team. It's just everybody's got other responsibilities. So, facts. Bet, bet. All right, man. Well, let's get up out of here. Uh, Motor Mouth, Dre, I appreciate you. Appreciate it. No, bro. This was, this was therapeutic. I needed this. I didn't even know I needed this. Um, Rock, love you, bro. You already know what it is. Uh, check us out on. Well, any streaming site, maybe once every quarter, <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll catch up with us. We're going to figure it out, though. But anyway, man, it's your boy, Rez. J-Rock. Motormouth. Young Ave. I'll holler at y'all. Speak to the Lines podcast. We are out. One. Holler at your people, man.